there will be spoilers episode eight where we will be covering episodes one two and three of season two of game of thrones we are your hosts this is nicole and armani here and we got mo also we back we need a we need a we need a there will be spoilers intro like there will be spoilers something like that season two we arrived the north remembers i feel like the last episode should have been called the north remembers because then they said the north remembers in this episode like one time whereas you know liana mormont chanted that mad times in the season finale of episode one yeah there are a couple episodes i would honestly say should be called the north remembers just for that just for what it represents it would make it a lot it would have a better effect to me because, like, if this episode would have, like, no, the last, when did Ned die? If that episode would have been called The North Remembers, or the Red Wedding episode would have been called The North Remembers, <laughs> and then when, you know, Arya did her thing oh, after, her even thing after the Red Wedding, that would have been called did The North Remembers. That, 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 I agree with you on that one. That episode, when Arya did her thing, should absolutely be called The North Remembers. It should be called North Remembers with James Brown and the big payback playing in the background. The big payback! So, in My this shit. episode, it opens up with Joffrey's name day. And, and rare, rare dickhead form. Yeah. He, you know, is about to kill Sir Dantes. We get to Dantes, stumbles out all drunk. And, you know, for no reason, he just, you know, wants to... We, I was no, not no reason because Joffrey is an asshole. Yeah, like That's Joffrey's Joffrey. Yeah, Joffrey being Joffrey, you know, is about to kill him, and then Sansa interjects with the, you know, you can't do that. Okay, so actually before that, he looks at her when when two knights were fighting and killed him, and you know he was like, oh, that was a good blow or whatever, and she, you know, mimicked them and or repeated what he said. And he was like, I said that. And he was like, what do you think about it? And she's like, you know, it was it was good, Your Grace, or whatever. Like, the look on his face when he was looking at her is like, he expected her to be excited or happy about, like, he's looking like he's disappointed that she's not excited. I feel like he was more disappointed she wasn't upset. Like That's how I feel about it. Like, he was mad that she wasn't sad. Yeah, well, we know he's <sighs> that serial killer that would, like, that kid who'd be killing animals. Can we get to season four, episode one already, please? <laughs> We're almost no. there, baby steps. <laughs> you guys, we talked about this in the early podcast. I know how I feel about them fake punk, at, like fake tough guys anyway. Yeah. Fake, fake tough guys, just come on. Because at the end of the day, the kid swears up and down he's tough, but he done been smacked more times than anybody in the show. Oh, oh, that happens in, what, later? I think later on this episode? Later in the episode, yeah. He done got <laughs> by a few different people a few different times. like Rightfully so. Maybe he ended his ass whooped when he was little. Oh. Right. Little lurder, should I say? Little Yeah. The hound steps in, backs her up a little bit. So he's like, "I'll kill him tomorrow." Well, obviously mm. we know he didn't kill Stannis tomorrow. Yeah. No, yeah, because that's when Sansa had him make him yeah. his yeah him yeah. a fool. Mm-hmm. So am I know for that was like Sansa's kind of learning what to say when because that's also when Tyrion returned and you know he was talking to her and you know gave her his condolences for her dad dying mm. and Joffrey was like. Fuck her dad. He was a traitor. And and Sansa said the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But I mean obviously self-preservation. The child's self-preservation button is all the way on as it needs to be. Mm-hmm. We know that. And it's also notable like how dead Sansa looks through this season. Like she just from the struggling. beginning. I mean, she's being held hostage, <laughs> essentially. Um <clears throat> we get the the bird, the ra- white raven get sent to King's Landing 
and winter is coming and it's going to be really long. Um, Bran is watching over Winterfell and serving, essentially serving as Warden of the North. Where I, I want this Bran back. Because in this, like, in this scene where he was talking and he had, like, a little bit of attitude because he didn't appreciate how they was talking about his brother. Mm-hmm. I need that Bran energy back. Because the last episode where we see him now... Like, he's mad just, like, monotone and way... Oh, you, you don't want zombie brain? You don't like zombie brain? No, nah, I don't like zombie brain. I need energy. Don't talk about my brother like that again, brain. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, zombie brain is the worst. Uh, is it bad that I can't... Obviously, we watch these episodes live when they air. Is it bad that I literally just be wanting to skip through brain's moments? Like, I know they're important. I know they're very... I know they're probably the most important because he sees all. But it's just like... Uh, Zombie Ren is boring. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 getting there. I don't need Ben Stein. I don't need like dry, clear eyes. Ooh, that is such a good yeah. That we just got the dull stare, like dull face with the stare. Like, come on, Ren. Bueller. <laughs> I can't, man. I can't. Did you say they need to? I need a scene where, just like you said, they injult him with some kind of something, yeah. with some kind of energy, with some kind of meaning, instead of him just sounding like he's reading off of a script with with two hands on both ends of a piece of paper. With or no, nah, let me say that back. With one hand on the paper and the other finger like following the words. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh uh, yeah, we need we need more water brand. We see the red comet, which also. Leads me to realize that what's what's her face that's dragging him around? Osha. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Um, is the smartest person on the show. She was like, you know, that means there's dragons. And he was like, no, nah, silly, there's no more dragons. Hmm. All right. Come to Danny. Come to Danny with her baby dragons. <laughs> yes. Like, literally. It means there's dragons. No, nah, there's no dragon. 30, 13 seconds later, uh, walking with dragons. Like, come on, bro. She's super yeah. smart. So the North, like the the wildlings, know some shit. Like they they know some things. I feel like the wildlings, not that they're the most educated, but they're the most realistic out of all of the people south of the wall. I guess most realistic and experienced. Mm, yeah, like they've been through some shit to know some shit. Danny's horse dies. Um, that, that horse that Drogo gave her for their wedding. Yeah. Um, the Dothraki walking around the desert looking like raiders from Fallout. See, I don't, I don't know nothing about that, you know. I, I, <laughs> but this is my thing. All right, this is my question to you. Is it disrespect to to live? Because at the end of the day, they they was talking about they ran out of food and water, but the horse died. So that seems like a pretty uh pretty hefty source of meat right there that y'all could have been. All they ate was horses. That's what I didn't thought. Didn't they cut the horse? Didn't they? Didn't she say feed the horse to the people or something? Or am I remembering something else? I was watching the episode. I don't remember her saying that. She was telling, was it Ray Rago or something like that to go find yeah. help? They sent them three ways. They ain't said nothing about the horse. They came back and the horse is still dead. They were just there. I couldn't have been watching something else where they ate a horse. Like I feel like at some point in Game of Thrones, but I like no. we're saying this. Like I don't remember a horse dying at any other point. In this, well, then a horse heart for <laughs> thank god I watched the damn behind the scenes of that scene because she was like it was some bread something and it was like sweet jelly and corn syrup that she had to eat. Because looking at that scene, it's just like hey yo, 
Uh, I'm a little scar. I'm a little kind of Glad you was eating like, strawberry jelly and shit because that kind of threw me off. Mm, that shit was terrible. Looking. It wasn't. The, that shit wasn't the greatest visual. This is also when we kind of realized that Jorah got her through. Side note, to go back to what we were saying, when they first came up with the Dothraki, um, Jorah told her that all they ate was horses because that's all they had. Like horses were plentiful in Dothrak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so maybe they did eat the horse. <laughs> they just got there with the crusty lips with no with no uh, lip balm. Oh, God, yeah, because when old girl started crying, then I was like, "Could you stop with that all that wailing?" Oh wait, we didn't get to that part yet, but. Like, yo, y'all need water and some plastic, <laughs> man. For real. They had the Duchess lips going on. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so the Night's Watch reached Caster's Creek. Keep. Ah, uh, Caster's Creek. He's a fucking creep. So might as well have been called that. Right, you right. Again, back to the whole nasty ass incest stuff on this show. This real dude. Heavy with it. Real, real heavy with it. At a certain, uh-huh. certain point, it's just like, all right, my G. Shut it down. Yeah, he's just doing a lot of too much. And it was that she was crazy. Um, no sign of Benjamin, so they still don't know where Benjamin's at at this point. Uh the wildlings have all moved north to join Mance Raider. So we get the first mention, real mention, I guess, of Mance Raider, the king beyond <laughs> the wall. And he's gathering an army, planning to go south. Then we get Thanis with the Red Witch, mm-hmm. with Melisandre, the night is dark and full of terrors. That was because that that was another like brand I could do without you, Stannis and um, Melisandre. I could do without y'all. I'm tired of hearing about the the light and, and the dark and full of terrors. Like I, I'm over it. I felt like Stannis had like he had such a big role, but he was also such a background character. Like if you if you skipped every single scene that Stannis was in. It wouldn't have changed the show that much. You're not missing anything too much. You're absolutely right. My only even reason for bringing this scene up, and honestly, I'm totally down with skipping the rest of Stannis' shit throughout these podcast episodes because they're fucking useless. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, that means we can get to season four, episode one quicker. <laughs> uh, the one thing that I will notice, like I noted from this episode, where, he, where she mentioned a sword a fire will bring light and it will be called Lightbringer. Now, we all just assumed, or they all assumed, or she tried to make it seem like it was Stannis who was, you know, going to pull that, you know, fire sword out of some shit. But I like to fast forward and talk about how uh, the, the, yup, yup. He had that flaming sword and I'm just like, okay, that's the one who's going to bring the light. Like, he's bringing the light and he's with John. so. I don't I don't agree. Uh, my bets are still on the mountain. I mean, not the mountain. Uh, the hound. I still feel like the hound is going to be the one that all the fire stuff is about. Really? I feel like it's going to be him overcoming. You know, because it's like him being afraid of fire has been such a big part of this show. So I feel like that's going to be his his turning moment. Like every character this like in the series has had that moment where it's like, yes, you did that. So I feel like that's going to be the hound's like big moment. To do what? To, to be in a moment of need, and he and what's it? What's it? Who's the what's the name of the guy that from the Brotherhood name that does the the the, the fire sword? Benedict uh, Dondarrion. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so he's gonna die, and then Hound's gonna have to do it. I feel like it is. I feel like he's gonna actually die, and they're gonna be like, you know, we have no one else, or not that they don't have anybody else, but the Hound's gonna step in. And he's gonna be like, you know what, I'm do it. 
Okay. All right. You know what? I'm, I'm with that. I'll get on that train. I'll, 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 I'll... I'm 100% on that train with you. And when that happens, it's going to be like one of the doper cinematic moments in the show of season eight. Because they're going to have slow-mo and, and like deep violin yeah. background playing. Uh, I can just... Now yeah. at this point, if we don't get the hound wielding a flaming sword, I will feel cheated. <laughs> I, I can already just envision it. Like, you know, that slow-mo of him seeing the sword on fire. Looking towards the ECL the destruction, I'm here for it. Right. Circle back to this moment, and if it don't happen, we're coming for you. Yeah, we're going to have all this hope in our hearts that we're going to get something fantastic. So, Rob and Jamie, we see Rob and Jamie face to face, and, you know, Rob reveals to Jamie that, you know, now them, because oh, that was the one other thing. Stannis sent all them letters to everybody about Jamie and Cersei. So, that cat's totally up out the bag, and everybody knowing about this rumor now. So Rob lets Jamie know, yeah, well, you know, he's not even the right king. He's your bastard. And my dad knew it, and that's why y'all had him killed. So he pretty much unravels the whole, breaks down, and he know, he know the whole backstory. And Jamie thinks he's going to flex on him by calling him a boy and then Greywind. This is like, this is the only real Greywind moment, I realized. Like, this is the only one we see Greywind, like, in his glory. I feel like that was also them trying to fit the warg thing in. Like, I get that Rob could, like, or a missed opportunity, should I say? Another missed opportunity. Another missed opportunity. Well, wasn't it? Because in the scene, I, in the, I think in the scene before with Bran, they show a direwolf looking into the water. Was that Greywind looking in the water? I believe. So, was it again? Bran was working into one of the other wolves type thing. I see. You mentioned that. I also swear there was a scene. That scene from one of the episodes when they went to. They were fighting. What's his name? Main Lannister. Dang. No, their dad. Tywin. Tywin. When they went to go fight Tywin, I could have sworn there was a scene with like a wolf running through the woods and like grabbing somebody up. Well, we already know we just ain't never getting that shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> Some things we just got to let go of. Satisfied with. So Shay, we meet Shay. Shay and Tyrion. Tyrion brings her to King's Landing. Cersei has little finger. To so here we also see that you know get a little more Peter Baelish backstory. Because I totally didn't realize he had created his own sigil, the Mockingbird or whatever. I'm like, what is? Uh, but she asked him to do him a favor. And, you know, he tries to bring out the whole, you know, knowledge is power. Also, again, throwing that little rumor up in his face. Well, it ain't a rumor. It's fast. Just throwing up the truth in her face. And then she comes with the no power is power. <laughs> Body that boy. Man. <laughs> power? Huh. Power is power. Let me check. Let me show you real quick. Yeah. This is one wow. of my favorite seriously moments. Oh, she was in there, too. Yeah. She was in there. Nah, <laughs> turn around. <laughs> slide to the left. <laughs> slide. <laughs> so she really made the guards do the cha-cha slide. And yes, she did. And I was here for it. I was like, okay, go ahead, seriously. Let him know what you said. Everything too. Uh then more 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 Rob and Kat Let's start. You know what? And I forgot at this moment. She wanted to go home. Catelyn wanted to go the fuck home because she said she ain't seen her sons. In months, so it was Rob's fault that his mother never seen her sons again. Because she wanted to go home, and he was like, nope, you're going to go, and you're going to talk to Renly. That's I mean, but to be perfectly honest, her wanting to go home would have accomplished what? I mean, she would at least just been there with her sons. She no. She have been there with her sons after and think, oh, my bad. My bad. Right. After, after everything that happened, they would have got sent for. You think her going home and then Rob 
just going home with her would have would have had them just chilling and nobody coming to King uh, Winterfell. Well, I mean, Rob, not Rob going home, but she just she said she was gonna go because she was just like, I'm done with this. <laughs> I'm going home. I haven't seen your brothers, and you know, whatever. And he's like, Yeah, no, you're gonna go, and you're gonna go talk to Renly. And she was, he was, she was like, You can send one of your other men. And he's like, I don't trust nobody else. So no, I don't trust nobody. Yeah, and I feel like she would have been there. If she would have been there, she'd have been able to stop Theon doing Theon's thing. Going back, rewatching this because obviously I'm taking the notes for the show, but I'm still like kind of ahead, just watching it on a personal rewatch, like y'all were doing. Theon deserved everything he got. He did. He did. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm kind of rooting for him, like to get his shit together and to be okay. Like I want Theon to be okay. I want. I just want Yara to be okay. Fuck Theon, I guess. Yeah, I care more about Yara. I don't feel like Theon deserved everything he got. I, uh-huh. I feel like that was a bit much. Like, okay, we'll talk about it when we get there. I was saying, because what Theon did was bad, but it wasn't that bad in retrospect. It led to some stuff. It made it easier for some stuff to happen, but it wasn't as it wasn't that bad. He murdered two children. Right. But he didn't murder Brandon Rigon. I'm, I'm just, okay, oh, okay. You have to okay. look at the time and the place. <laughs> time and place. People were just getting killed for like stealing bread off the street. Like, okay, all right. It was bad, but it wasn't that bad. Like, if anything, he did that so that he could prove. Okay, no, he only did that because he wasn't gonna kill Rickon. And uh, he couldn't find them. That's the reason. He but did. he he had them in the what's it called? He was he had them in the castle. He wasn't gonna kill them. He was just like, look, chill here. Stop, like, you know, I'm in power. Just chill here, and that's all you gotta do. And that's all you gotta do. He killed two children. He killed them just to disguise the fact that he lost yes. them. <laughs> we justifying. So, so, not only did you take the L, you took, you took two L's. You yeah, took an L by the kids, and then you took another L by murdering some some random kids to make it look like you didn't ignore them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, you know, I honestly, I feel like he's gonna die in saving us. It's like he's gonna be one of the bodies that's gonna get caught. He's not surviving this this show. I think he's gonna die. Um, and they'll probably make it an honorable death death to redeem him, but he's gonna die saving Yara. I'm sure. Hopefully, because we don't really need him in the after match. Of all, there's no way. Well, yeah, you're right. Ooh, ooh, that's another one we could do. That's another one because you know we we be getting sidetracked and doing like top five lists. No, that who gonna die? Who gonna live and who gonna die? That's another one we gotta come up with. Yeah. I got some thoughts about that. I got some thoughts too. Okay. I'll, honestly, we'll get to that, but I think it's only gonna be a handful of survive, to be perfectly honest. I don't think it's gonna be like people, people doing making peace and we're, we're gonna leave you alone and yada, yada, yada. Mm-mm. I think everybody's gonna die. I think it's gonna be bloodshed. I think it's gonna be murder, death, kill everywhere. Murder, death, kill. I hope, and I hope that's what it is, because I need to see Game of Thrones is really good in deaths. They can make the death significant. Not no like we're not wasting these bodies for no reason. Like these are significant deaths, which lead to impacts, which lead to this person acting this way, and then you know what I'm saying, like. Mm-hmm. Need all of that to happen to lead into. You saw the post I had on Instagram. They talking about it made the producers and the people and the writers was like, man, they done made six movies. What? Don't play me. Don't play me. Don't play my emotions. Because I'm trying to go into this last season without super high expectations, even though we already know 
we're gonna have our expectations. But I'm trying to I'm trying to dumb it down so when April comes, if this shit ain't six movies, ooh, ooh. You know, and that six movies comments kind of leads me to believe like each episode is going to have a full fledged at least beginning, nine. middle, and ending. Like it's right. going to be they're going to wrap up some shit in each right. episode. At least eighty to ninety minutes, and just like you said, there's going to be content and dialogue and and scene fillers that's going to have us saying, "All right, we done with that. Now address this." And then hopefully next episode will be like, "All right, you address it. We done with that. Now this." So I need that's it. It's gonna be so sad. Don't be like the Sopranos, boy. Don't you have me like the Sopranos, Game of Thrones? If we're gonna have some beefs, I'm going to jail. Y'all got five of my books, please. T- Tell me, y'all got five of my books. You got five of your books. Started go Please set a go find me for my bail because I'm going to jail. No, actually, and in this next scene, oh wait, no, okay, who did that? In this next scene is when we get a Joffrey get slapped by his mom. This again was seriously realizing that she has no control over this boy whatsoever from his comments about them talking about them valuing their women too much and just looking at her and she's just like that's what you mean <laughs> yeah zero he didn't care he don't care and she ain't got no control because he stripped told her he's like you do that again he's punishable by death it's the last time it's like i was kind of surprised she didn't say something though like she should have like like look I'm, I'm still your mother or something um i feel like that's one of those conversations where she knew he didn't care that's one of the things where it's like you don't even ask the question because you can't deal with the answer. Right. I feel like the only person that had any real power over Joffrey was Tywin. He was well. That's well, Tywin got power over everybody. Tywin didn't even have to slap him. <laughs> Rode his horse up to the throne. I I think had this had played on longer, I think Tywin would have took out Joffrey and seated Tywin. Like I think shit would have gone on. And Ty would have been like, all right, this little fucker got to go. Like, he's just, this is just too much. And he's doing, he doing too much. He got to go. I think that would have been an inside job eventually. Because they wouldn't, they wouldn't, there's no way they would have let Joffrey, like, reign as king until he was older. I think somebody, they would have cut that short. Anyway, okay, so, and this is where we get, oh, because in this conversation, too, is when we get, when he asks his mom about all the uh, bastard children his dad had. And this is when Janice Slint goes out and starts killing babies. My thing was, who was documenting all this? Who, who just searching the city murdering babies, bro? Like, like, who documented all of Robert's bastards? Right. Well, John Aaron, we're not asking quite. I think they probably just went and killed everybody that John and Ned talked to. They went and killed all their kids. Right, right. Yep. If there was any rumor that Robert was sleeping with that woman, and, I mean, but these kids ranged from, like, from six, no, I'm about to say six months to, to teenagers on the low. Yeah, Gendry was like, what? I'd say he was at least like 17, 18. Yeah. I already know how I feel about these age. <laughs> I'm not good on this show. <laughs> I think everybody grown. <laughs> well, okay, so you know what? Thinking about that, so Gendry is at least the same age as probably like John is. So that means Robert was out here having babies before he even married Cersei. Because at that point, he was still enthralled by Ned's sister. Well, that was like when they went to go get Ned's sister. Mm -hmm. So he wasn't even married to Cersei. So he had babies that predated his marriage to Cersei, possibly. Episode two, 
the Nightlands. We get Arya. We see Arya, and she meets a man, a thirsty man named Jagan Hagar. Um, oh, me. So my thinking was when I watched this, I was like, "Why is he in there? He could have, he could have escaped. He didn't need to be in the back of that wagon." So who was he on the road to kill? Like, who? What was he doing? Why was he there? True. He could. He. There was no need for him to ever been in that position. I I didn't even think of it. I didn't think about it that way. You are absolutely right. He could have. He could have slid like nothing happened. Uh-huh. So right. he didn't have to be in there. He chilling. I mean, yeah. So that makes me think. But he the same- had to be on his way to kill somebody. Like he had, there was a, a somebody on the wall. Was there, and there was a hiccup. Yeah, I thought I just want to lock me in this car right now. Oh, okay, I'll take this free ride. I ain't gotta walk. You know, a car. You right. Let me save my. Let me save my foot walking. You know what I mean, uh, you right. But I feel like he was the type that said, um, you know, life for life, and you know, so maybe whatever he was on his path to do, this was the right thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's one of those things I guess we'll never know, possibly. But George R. R. Martin needed to write a whole book of, okay, so yeah, I forgot to explain this point book, like when he finishes the series. Like, here's why this happened. No, I'd I'd be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if he's done it already. Like, after I, I read a good, say, chapter of that Game of Thrones history book of just the Targaryens. So it's like I wouldn't be surprised if he had the whole Jock Nagar backstory just ready. That'd be dope. Okay, so Tyrion, we got Tyrion walking around whistling the reins of Castamere. That's the creepiest shit to be walking around whistling. What was the words of that song again? I didn't notice how creepy that song was until that episode where that song actually played a part. <laughs> That's the first time I ever actually heard it. You mean the episode called The Reigns of Castamere? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> AKA the Red Wedding. <laughs> yeah. And there's actual words to that song. Like, there's actual lyrics to it. Oh, it's a pretty haunting song. Which, I mean, obviously, whoever created that song, they did it. They did a good job. It was it was done right. But I think this is, like, the first time we really start to hear it. And then I didn't realize, like, how much it is kind of weaved through the series here and there. It's, like, dotted here and there. Up until then, that big full episode where we fully get it. Yeah, so he walked on whistling like a serial killer. I think serial killers whistle. <laughs> Uh, Varys, <laughs> they're the only people that can whistle. How do you know how serial killers whistle? Serial killers and lumberjacks. Varys, so Shay is just letting people up in the room. Like I realized, he didn't warn her very well ahead of time. Like you can't be up in here talking to anybody and everybody because she let Varys into their room and she just uh, sitting up in there chit chat with him. Obviously, giving a fake story about how they melt. So she's not totally stupid, but comments like. Not he told her she just didn't care. She just did not listen to him very much. But this is also when I start to appreciate the scenes with Varys and Tyrion. Like, oh, they were, ooh, hold on, with Varys and, and who? And Tyrion. Oh, okay, okay. They said I don't, I don't want why they said Littlefinger. No, God, no. Um, <laughs> though I mean those 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 verbal sparring matches were slightly entertaining, but the Tyrion and and Varys thing, like this is. That, that lets you know they got a real a real good relationship. Like they can go back and forth with all this, you know, dick measuring as they call it. But at the end of the day, like they still be look, they be looking out for each other. Yeah, true. Um, Cersei rips up another letter, rips up the letter from the Night's Watch about the, uh, <laughs> needing extra men. And Tell them why they need extra men though. Because they because there's fucking dead the dead are gonna march on the wall, and she's just like, oh. Hey. 
They got homies walking up in there, and you know what? What does she call them? Grumpkins and and snarkles. Snarkles. I feel like that's Harry Potter. I feel like you're weaving them in there together. <laughs> Fast forward to season seven when they when when a, when the hound kicks that kicks that damn uh box over in front of her. Box over, nigga. Yeah, he's uh, Grumpkins and whatever you want to call them now. Yeah, and and you know what? And Tyrion re- brings that comment back to her. He's like, "What did you call them?" <laughs> and he mm-hmm. says that back to her again. Then because she's sitting there looking like, "What the fuck." Uh, we learn that Sam is a booty man because he likes to watch girls walk away. What? That <laughs> was my note. Because oh. when, they, <laughs> when they were in crab <laughs> and they were talking and old dude was like, there's nothing better than watching a girl t- uh, walk to you. And he's like, I like to watch them walk away. Like, <laughs> like oh, Sam's booty <laughs> I hope that's what you put in your notes too. Sam. I sure enough did. I put that was the first line for this scene. Sam's a booty man. It's <laughs> a booty man. Um, Ghost listens to Sam because you know this is what we walk. He meets Gilly, and we see Gilly. There are so many plain ass faced girls in this series. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. They got they got a lot of beautiful women in this. No, 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 no doubt for sure. But when they they Okay, so actually, let me. I put a period there when I should have put a comma. There are so many women they look, make look plain ass face. Like Gilly is one of them, but I've seen her like on the red carpet and outside of this, and she's really pretty. But it's just like, huh? Y'all did a good. She tried to say that. That's probably a, a nod to her acting ability because she looked mad fucking plain and just like homely. But she's really pretty in real life. I'd, I'd have to see her in real life because the only I've seen her in another show. And she looked exactly like that. She looked exactly like that, and she acted like that too. Really? Mm-hmm. No. If y'all, if y'all want to check out the show Skins, the UK edition. What is that show about? A bunch of teenagers. It's kind of like, yeah, just a bunch of teenagers doing reckless stuff. But it, okay. no, it's a really good show. Uh, I just looked her up. She's the the one picture that they have on her. It's not a bad picture. She's she's all right. She's got a chipmunk face. It's kind of throwing me off. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's it. But I mean, she's not as homely looking as they make her look. Because she's clearly a red carpet and she in a she in a freaking she was she in a, a flower jumpsuit. Like, um, all right. Definitely probably a hippie, but I'd hang out with Jelly in real life. So Danny gets back the horse that one at least one of the horses. One of the who does she? How many should we have? Three guys. Now three guys. One of the horse comes back. Uh, was killed by another call. This is when a uh, old girl starts screaming unnecessarily, and I was like, if she don't shut the fuck up. All that screaming is not necessary. True. No, that was Rago. Or, yeah, that was his name, Rago, that came back, whose head was in there? Mm-hmm. Uh, Rago, yeah, Rago was done. She was I know, but she was hollering. Like, I mean, like, she started crying, and then, like, all the wailing after her, I was like, oh, God, calm down. Because his soul could never unite with the Dothraki in the afterlife. Because they cut his head off. They didn't burn him. Uh, So, Theon arrives at the Iron Isles, and... Every time you say from that one, I'ma say that old bitch ass nigga. <laughs> he looked mighty happy. He get up, he get off on the shore, and he's all like, ah, "Welcome, you know, where's where's my welcoming committee?" I'm like, "Don't nobody know you coming, and don't nobody care." Right. <sighs> Quick shot back to oh, actually, I totally skipped over um, Roz. Roz got a promotion. So before, <laughs> now she the head host. 
Yes. <laughs> Before Jada Slint was in there killing babies, she in there giving orientation walkthroughs at the brothel. I was like, go ahead, Roz. Like, she went, like, she moved up in the world. That I didn't even catch that, like, on the first watch, real watch through. Like, she, she wrote a turnip cart to King's Landing, and now she's, like, a manager. <laughs> she's a manager. <laughs> oh. orientation walker. <laughs> she's the brothel secretary now. No, no, she's already the secretary. <laughs> she's, like, the assistant manager. <laughs> Little keeps she, uh, she is she is uh, Della Reese in Harlem Nights. Yeah, yeah, see? Yeah. I, I, I keep all my hoes in check. <laughs> what? She, she sure did. She was out there, you know, telling old girl them tips and, you know, this one over here don't even, she, she's from Flea Bottom, but she ain't like, she don't speak, you know, the common tongue and he'll pay more mm-hmm. for that. Like, I was like, so, but then, you know, we get her all sad and little fingers threatening her. Not, oh, yeah, no, I was a strip threat, obviously. Like, bitch, if you don't knock off this crying and whining, you're going to die or you're going to have to go. Because at the end of the day, you need to make me some money. That was Roz that was crying? Because mm-hmm. after, uh-huh. yeah, after when, after Janice like, came in there and killed the baby and then she was with old dude and dude came out there and was like, yeah, I didn't even touch her and she's in there crying. So he had to go in there and tell that story about the, the one chick who started crying and was all sad. Why did they have Roz crying? There was a legitimate one of them in there that had one of Robert's babies. Well, that was the same. That was, that oh, was the thing, okay. Was, like they walked the gold cloaks had ran up in the brothel and was like, you know, hey, pulled old girl out and with the baby and then he killed the baby. Okay. And she was standing there because at first she was just like, yo, you know, this run my little finger. He was like, I don't care. Okay. I missed that part at first. Yeah. Uh, Padraig is, t- is uh, Tyrion's squire now. And I love that Tyrion was not for the whole killing of babies, so totally fires Janice Slint. Oh, you got, you got Janice up out of there. You got to go. Yeah, he was like, nah, you betrayed the last two hands, last hands of the king. I don't think I feel comfortable with you, you know, being around. And Braun gets a promotion. <laughs> like you just, I get it. You were loyal to the to the uh, to the establishment, loyal to the Lannisters, but I mean, you can't just be killing babies. Yeah, it was interesting though when he asked Bron, he was like, "If I asked you to kill a baby that was still breathing on, like, like feeding on its mother, like, would you do it without question?" He was like, "Without question, nah, no, no." Ask you how much? (laughs) Tyrion's face was just like, "Okay, I respect it." Look, he's it was like the shrug, like, "I I mean, I hear you. I respect it. Pay me, pay pay me my money." (laughs) So the scene with Arya, hot pie. And Gendry was one of the cutest scenes of the show. There's not very many cute scenes in the show. Um, but I did like that scene when, when Hot Pie was just talking about how two men with armor, it's a battle. Mm-hmm. And they said, and Rose, I'm like, it's not a battle. Look at this. They had on armor. That was cute. It was, it was like those little innocent moments that you rarely get in Game of Thrones. But that was one of those little innocent hey, moments. Message. What do you say? I was saying message because you was right. I don't know why I have an alarm at 10 o'clock at night. Pick uh, me up. Oh, I probably was picked up from work. You're right. Oh, <laughs> that's another cute woman right there. You know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> <laughs> <is> bedtime. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, Who else is left? Who else is left? Uh, Aria, Aria told Gendry that who she is, who she really is. Yes. And he was just like, I should have been calling you my lady. And she was like, stop yeah. it. <laughs> That, it ain't me. 
You know what? And it was it was because he was like he already knew she was a girl. Um, yeah, that was that was cute. That was funny. So actually, no, I'm not going to talk about it now because we're going to talk about it at the end of. We'll, we'll talk about it at the end. Um, Thea meets Yara and fondles her, which was just nasty because <laughs> she knew who he was and she let it happen. So you're just gonna let him play in the boobies in the box? This shit is the worst. You know, I didn't realize how disgusted I was by that until I watched it for like the fifth time. And I was like, yeah, that's nasty. You could have told him to stop that. <laughs> you could have smacked his hand, bit him or something. Um, but I think that really just goes to how fucking nasty Theon is. Like, you don't even know this chick. And you just like mad, inappropriate, non-consensual contact. Like, who? You ain't even that cute. Like, you're not cute at all. Like, who is able to get away with this kind of shit? So, that made me just want to punch him in the face when watching it. But I mean, nobody thought nobody was cute back then, though. Yeah, I was like, they knew who was cute and who wasn't. No, I mean, I, I don't think Theon was that ugly. He wasn't ugly. He, just, he, he was. Okay, yes, in that moment, he was ugly. (laughs) So now now you're doing charity work. (laughs) Basically. You can name a dozen. You can name ten people on that show that y'all think is looking better than Dion. Right now. The hound. Oh, Oh, now you see. Now now you're reaching. (laughs) Now you're reaching. I'm going to check you on that. Like, how are you doing the most? It's because it's tall. It's like, no. Um, but, yeah, no. Theon, name it. Uh, let's see. What else happened? Stannis boss down Melisandre. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I, I'm really, like, wondering, just because we get more of these whole red people, people who worship the light or whatever throughout the series, I'm wondering, like, if she was really seeing this shit and just misinterpreting it that bad? Like, was her... Oh, man. I completely had a flashback of the show when she took her necklace off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forgot yeah. about that. That <laughs> was a sad-ass... That was yeah. the one, like, one of the few moments where I felt bad for her, though, because oh, I, yeah, I, like... I felt super bad for her. Super bad. Because it was, like, the end of an episode, too. Like, the episode was off after she laid in the bed. I was like, aw. I was sad as hell. Yeah, because I felt like she was about to end it. Like, I think that was, like, she was like, I'm fucking fuck this shit, because I've been just wrong after wrong after wrong. <laughs> You've been taking L after L. You've been saying all this stuff, and you losing. You take yeah. L. No, it just, no, it just tripped me out, because I didn't, I, I feel like it was one of the moments, like, I looked away, or I went to go do something else, I just came back, and I was like, what is this? Like, what's going on right now? Yeah, it threw me all the way off. It was that same moment that you talk about, but you know, when, like, you look at like a broken leg, you turn away, but you keep looking back. I was like, ah, wait, she really, ah, this is, ah, like I can't, it, it was bad. It was yeah. bad. But yeah, can, continue. I mean, to cut that part off, but I literally, <laughs> literally just, I literally just had a flashback right now of that moment. Like, oh, I forgot, I completely forgot. She was a granny. Yeah, for real. So, uh, Dava Seaworth is uh, trying to... Okay, so Salador Sands, one of the few black people who's not a slave on the show. One of, like, two black people that's not slaves on the show. So, uh, the other dude who tried to marry Danny and then slept with her friend... The richest man in, um... And Quark. 
Yeah, it was like one of two that were not slits. <laughs> so he's the one I, I I never knew what the fuck his name was before rewatching it like this week. So Salador saying okay, and I think they they made the comment that he was like one of the best smugglers from Marine. So he's from Marine. Useless fun fact. Um, yeah, black dude just randomly put places, but he was a bastard. Clearly, that's like you gotta have the tokens somewhere. Yeah, All right. uh, his son. Hella loyal. Um, but you know what? Okay, on that note, he had 30 ships because they were like, yeah, he got 30 ships. That's going to help us out. Just running around the map with 30 ships. like. Yeah, where are y'all parking these when you're done? Where are y'all just constantly? <laughs> no, I feel like they're probably... Oh, my bad. You can go. Uh, but yeah, no, they're probably like sending them out like on different voyages. It's like every time they talk about all of these ships, like they always be walking by the water and you never see a ship. <laughs> Pan to a water of like two or three, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Don't you're giving me nothing. You're making me think you're lying. I can yeah. get ship too. Only ship I've seen so far was Theon's raggedy ass sea bitch. <laughs> that wasn't the name of that ship. <laughs> trash ass, trash ass ship. Oh man. Uh, yeah. So seriously, gets on Tyrion about Janus because you know, like he's gonna be coming up here, you know, firing my staff. Who did he throw in the dungeon? Remember he? Oh no, never mind. That was Mace, uh, the Maester. Disregard. I just remembered who it was because I'm like, wait a minute. Because when he sent him to the wall, I was like, wait a minute. I thought he got put in a dungeon, but you no, know, it just dawned on so, me at this moment. He's that, us up out of here. Yo, the boy up in the room by himself. Dancing like Ellen and shit. <laughs> Popping and locking. And then as soon as you get ready to open the door, let me do the old man walk. Like, man, I feel. Gosh. Um, you know, he was. I was not sad when he died. Um, spoiler. You went out. Yeah. But this, there will be spoilers. Name of the podcast. All right. <laughs> uh, that's another one, too. Because not only that. Not only that, but um, uh, uh, when Tyrion uh, hit him with the, I don't like his beard. Get that out of here. Oh, yeah. Cut that shit off. Super chopped. Yeah. Uh, that was so rude. So, I don't have any sympathy for people that I don't like in the show. I'd be like, Carl, Walking Dead, another spoiler. Get him out of here, sir. I never liked him. Who else? Never liked Get Carl? Him. We talked about that. We talked about that. Get Carl the fuck out of here. I, you know how I feel about disrespectful children. I'm not saying kill them in real life, but if it's a TV show, they gotta go. Yo, first that broke poor Michonne's heart. Like we in the apocalypse, and you ain't listening to what I say, bro, bro. Oh, I just put you outside and let her and let her come out of Get the flowers. Well, I mean, we see how Carol handles disrespectful children. Right. You already know what time it is. That's how we doing it. You got, I'm going to tell you, like, y'all, did y'all see Bird Box yet? Yeah. Yeah, I'm hitting you like she told boy and girl, hey, I'm going to say this one time. You get I'm out that boat, I will hurt you. <laughs> Straight up. You listen to me or you are goner. That was the realest parenting conversation ever. Like I loved it. In the apocalypse, that's how I would have went with me. Hey, listen, <laughs> this is what we talking about. 
I'm gonna tell you one time and one time only. You hear me now and hear me good. You listen to me. I'm leaving you. I'm I'm lifting up your uh <laughs> your blindfold and I'm leaving you in the streets. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> All right, hey, you dead weight. You dead weight. I ain't got time. For you. I ain't got time for you. One of you ain't even mine. You feel me? <laughs> you can go. I'm just saying. Nah, she was disrespecting that little girl. Oh my god! All the memes I've seen of it when she was like, when when boy was like, I'll do it. She's like, no, that, that's not what I said. I'll pick. I knew it was coming too. I'll do it. Nope. And then I was like, oh girl, oh she ain't even yours. Girl, you out of here. <laughs> baby's face broke my heart like and then because she looking like she's like oh wait, she's gonna make me do it <laughs> <laughs> no like that baby knew she was not loved like that, she knew she was to get hit with the with the uh with the volunteer <laughs> oh she's about to call my name huh all right she's like man now the black man gone don't nobody love me that's a yeah like that's <laughs> That shit definitely was super tragic, though. She looked so sad, and I was just like, come on, Sandra, at least make it seem like the <laughs> wolves. Like, jeez. And when they were in the woods, she was calling her, and he was just like, she's not going to come to you. She's scared of you. Like, even Boy knew that, you know, you're a terrible mother. <laughs> and then Boy had to hit her with the real, like, yo, well, like you said when she, like, when you said what you just said right now, and I was like, oh, I know I gotta be sweet mama. Come here, girl. Like, yo, the fact that you named these children boy and girl. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. I was like, wow. I, it was mad funny, yo. Like, this is for real, for real. Like, you really was not trying like, to have kids. I love it. Actually, I seen something that said she called them that so that those monsters didn't have anything to call them. Because, like, they, if you, like, pay attention, they evolved to the points, like, they were hearing them. And they were, like, saying their names and then, like, using things to get them to take their blind. Uh, I, I, uh, I think she just didn't name them because she didn't want to be attached to them in case they, you know, took their blind. I, 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 I think that could be right. We off on a tangent. We off on a tangent. My bad. True. I, I, <laughs> As we now, that was our snippet of Bird Box. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the Bird Box. And that, was our, and that was our Bird Box review. There you go. <laughs> and we spoiled it. <laughs> All right, y'all. Hey, listen. Uh, there'll be a timestamp on here. Uh, <laughs> do not listen to this past this point. These two moments, because we spoil Bird Box. Hey, look. They live. Uh, uh, niggas ran up on the blind people, which I called that shit in the movie. I was like, I was like, twenty minutes in, I was like, hey, what, what the fuck, the blind people at? Was literally, what I said in the movie, like the blind people and the people who like, uh, like had eye injuries or something like that. Like, yeah, hey, y'all should be fine. Well, yeah. And then, here, lo and behold, these niggas is chilling. <laughs> First off, let's. I'm, I'm, I don't mean to stay on this. Why the fuck is a random blind school for the blind in the forest somewhere? <laughs> And how did they get to that house in the first place? Like right. it was a school. It was a school for no, the blind. No, no, no. Oh. How did they get to no, the house for the little She she was just literally running in the damn woods and all of a sudden, right when the dude about to get there, you trip over some steps. Like how a house just appear out of a school just appear out of nowhere. Like how huh? school, like the house where her and Tom were raising the kids, like how did they get there? Like where the fuck was that at? They did that GPS blindfold thing. They didn't have a car anymore. <laughs> oh, you're right. 
I love how our money said that GB is blindfolded. <laughs> Wait, I'll be terrified. I'll be running over everything. Anything, <laughs> anything anytime I hit a curve, I'll be like, ah, who's that? <laughs> and this is why, in the event of an apocalypse or some crazy bird box type shit, I'm going to go steal a Tesla. That that is my first stop. Oh, in word! You stop in the in the apocalypse. You like let me go to the Tesla dealership. That's what you're doing. Yes, yeah, they look. have those cars have <laughs> autopilot. They're uh, self-driving. You know, you just know, go to the Tesla dealership. You know what I'm gonna do for you? I'm gonna sing. How do I? <laughs> you, no, what's wrong with you? Hey, you gonna be it's right. Over. First, okay, so Teslas are self-driving. They have they're self-driving, and then two. I know what you're talking about, but you're waiting for like going to the Tesla dealership because it's gonna be mad people there. You're gonna be a fight. It's gonna be like one person to die, and they're gonna wake up like a fucking White Walker, and then it's over. <laughs> I don't think anyone else is thinking about going to the Tesla dealership, but me. Well, now that I've said this, other people are gonna be like, you know what? That's a good idea. And then also their cabins are like self-contained. So in the event of like a hazardous outbreak or whatever, like the air is self-filtering inside the car. So if there's like some kind of uh, bomb or gas or some shit outside, like you could just be inside that car and, and it filters oh, out. Oh, you know I was doing the most. I'm saying, and those cars—they're not that even that expensive for all that. Like all right. from all that they do, they actually are pretty, pretty um, cost-effective. Like if I was at the lottery, I'm gonna buy the like the Series Three. I'm not buying a Bentley. I'm just gonna get a Tesla. It's only forty-four thousand dollars. That's where it starts, but depending on your battery life. Yeah, I was like, where are you gonna charge your car after a while? Talk to him. Talk to him. Where in the apocalypse you charging this vehicle, ma'am? <laughs> you see, did y'all watch uh, Breaking Bad when they made that battery, that generator? Like, uh, there you go. We're gonna have generators. We're gonna work it out. Oh, okay. It ain't like we getting gas in the pocket. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I just think, do those cars come with plugs? Are they solar powered? They're not solar powered. I don't think we got there yet. I don't think we. Hopefully, we get solar powered cars before the apocalypse happens. Okay. Well, anyway, back to Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> Plotting our zombie apocalypse survival. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. So this episode ends with John following Caster, uh, Craster, into the woods and seeing him take that baby out there, and then he gets knocked the fuck out because he being nosy. And then, yeah. So episode three, what is dead may never die, which are the house words of of oh, the bitch ass nigga. <laughs> It makes me sick, man. I told you. We talked about going back and watching, rewatching the show, and the people that have me ready to skip their parts and have me angry. He is one of them. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, that man. No, no, totally understandable. So, uh, yeah, Crasher is telling the nice watch he need to get the fuck up out of his house because they out here doing too much and not mind their own business like he told them to. And then we find out that uh, the Lord Commander knew. About the whole babies being fed to White Walkers. See, that would have been a good point in the show to, I mean, in the podcast to have one of your English accent. You knew. He knew the babies were being given away. You knew. These grumpkins. These grumpkins. And I don't know how to, but yeah, you treat So, 
yeah, you know, there's a price to pay for all this lavishness out here in these streets. And it's baby boys, evidently. They ain't got no streets, so they ain't got no streets. Mm. Bro, them roads, them roads. Uh, Brienne, Brienne smoked uh, Sir Loris in a duel to to be part of his, to be part of Grandly's Kingsguard. That's what oh, I'm okay. yeah, so, yeah. what said. Brienne of Toth. Lady Brienne <laughs> gets made a knight. I like that her. She's really I love tall. Her. Like, she's really, really tall. The fact that she's like, yeah, I mean, well, obviously she's tall in real life. So, but you, I mean, you see it on the show, but I don't, I didn't, you don't really realize that she's a solid, like, six, six four. Two. Oh, is she? I thought she was like six, three, six, four. She probably is. Now, and she also models, so can you imagine her in heels? Right, she is pretty. She yeah. is a, she is pretty. Like when you, how, how y'all try to uh, give uh, uh, Gilly her, her just do outside of it, and we still, I still think she looks like, like a chipmunk face. Now, nah, like Brienne is actually pretty. But I don't think Brienne doesn't look like a, a you know, she doesn't look frumpy on the show. I, mean, I think she's still pretty like on the show. To me. Um, to, to me, she looks like a well-fed, um, the one that played the head monk on Doctor Strange. Oh, you know what? I never really thought that. They do look like they could be, like, related. Oh, shit. Touche. I had to go back and think. <laughs> the head monk. Uh, what the, okay, uh, what was her, her proper name? <laughs> she plays in all those, like, English period pieces. Yeah, she plays in everything. And does not and looks terrible with long hair. Like she's the she's like that one person who should never grow her hair long. She doesn't. I, I do not like her with long hair. Uh, you need her with the short comb comb over. Yes, always, because she had long hair in that movie. We need to talk about Kevin. Yes, and I was just like, I'm not here for this. Wait, that was the movie. Yes, the movie. I yeah, it's on. I think it's still on Netflix. Um, name of the movie. Ezra Miller. Talk about. We need to talk about Kevin. You should watch. You should check it out. Like it's actually a good movie that has some twists to it. Like it's it's one of them sleepers on Netflix. It's one of those, I don't even think people really even talked about that that much. You know, we need to have a sleeper section of this podcast that involves movies or Netflix shows that people should watch. Hmm. You want to take part of the Joe Budden podcast mantra? Sleepers. We got sleepers. <laughs> yeah, there we go. You know, just take that. We got sleepers. <laughs> We can call it something else, um, but that was a good that was a good movie. So, okay, I will, I will add that to my queue. So. Slide, slide that in my queue. We got introduced to who? Renly and mm-hmm. Sir Loras and Brienne and Marge and Miss Tyrell. Yes, we get the Tyrells. Renly, yeah, I, you know what? This is one of those moments where I was start thinking about like what kind of king would Renly have been. Would he like have low key been a? I mean, would he have been a good king? Would he have been nice? I mean, or, was, or should Stannis just have been king? Like, we should just list Stannis. He seemed like the king that would have had, you know, a good, a good. Uh, no, nah, I'm not gonna say he followed. You know, what I'm saying like a good disposition towards things. Like he didn't seem like he seemed like the level headed. He's gonna do the right thing type king. He didn't seem like. Like, like Stannis, like his punk ass brother. Yeah, Stannis was just. I feel like out of everybody that was trying to get the throne at this point, though, I would have wanted Stannis to be king. I feel like he was most qualified, and yeah, he had little, but like he was actually that king that would have been an actual king. Like, okay, no, you're, I'm gonna do this, 
he had strategy, but he was also the one that's like, you're not going to tell me what I need to do. And he was, he was trying to be loyal to his wife. He was, he was like, nah, I'm married. And Lissandra was just like, so? And his wife was like, so? What you mean he was trying to be uh, faithful to his wife? He knocked her down the episode before. What are you talking about? No, but I'm saying that but when she first tried to, you know, when she first unblooded her, her stuff, he was like, I'm married. No. <laughs> Nigga, really, really. She took advantage of him. As soon as, he took, as soon as he took his shit off, she was like, I'm married. And 13 seconds later, I mean, no, because she was just like, well, all she's done is giving you, like, miscarriages and stillborns, mm-hmm. then I'll give you a son. And Y'all then like, need to what? get off. Stannis was trash too. Bramley <laughs> was trash too because he was in there. I'm gonna say it on this uh podcast. It's a joke that we like to say, me and my homies, uh about gay dudes that be trying to get it in. Uh Randley was in there getting that boy pussy. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> <laughs> get out of here. He was trash, even though he was cool, he was trash too. He was knocking Loras down. That's why. Shout out to Mars, because Mars is in the in the joint. Like, look, I'm gonna be your queen. I'm, you know, we're gonna have to shut it down. We're gonna have to shut down these haters that are trying to trying to uh dispute your throne to the uh your claim to the throne. So you need to go ahead and put a baby in me. If I need to get my brother up in here, you know what I'm saying? Don't don't act like I ain't know. I know what's my brother gotta come up and get you started. What's up? Basically, he was like, "Wait, what you mean?" She's like, "Yeah, you know, I know." Like, what you mean? What I mean? <laughs> I know like, what's up. Okay. I don't you mind. Cool. Whatever you got to do to get ready, I got you. <laughs> yeah. She was focused on the prize, like eye on the prize. She was a real one out the gate. She was like, "I ain't trying to be a queen." The queen. The queen. What you mean? Yeah, the Tyrells were the smartest family to me in <laughs> all of Game of Thrones so far. Oh. They had they had they had their eyes on the prize the whole time. They knew what time it was. It was like, look, we got this bread. Our house gonna be uh, tight, and we trying to rule. Okay, anything y'all, everybody else is talking about. We out on these, we out in these roads trying to get right. Uh, Yarin tells Arya how he became a member of the Night's Watch, and the Gold Cloaks come back looking for Gendry again. So okay, shout, shout out to Arya. With a with a with the right mind, you know what I'm saying? Thinking on the fly. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like save the ball. The homie pulled that needle and murked the little kid. And she was like, "Yeah, you 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 killed Genji right there, B. <laughs> Paying attention." She lit jo- um Jockin Hagar out of the cage. She um, saved a man's life. She saved a man's life. Yes. So <laughs> only she her taking lives. She's saving lives. Uh, and isn't that also when she gets her coin? No. This is mm-hmm. not. She gets the coin. She gets it after they're taken to the Riverlands. They're taken to Heron Hall. Yeah, they when they get taken to Heron Hall. So uh, yeah. Heron Hall worst. Not, not a lot. Like when you go back and look at the show, Heron Hall was awful. Well, and that was wasn't Heron Hall the one that was like burnt down by the dragons? Mm-hmm. Still that, on fire too. That was the craziest part. That shit was still lit up. That was where the Boltons were at, right? Uh, no, no, I thought the Boltons was with Rob. Pop Bolton? Yeah, Rob. I don't know where the fuck the Boltons lived at. They lived somewhere else. They lived at Moat Kalen, didn't they? Yes, that's exactly where he lived at. Which was just 
past uh, Winterfell. Oh, okay. Or before getting to Winterfell, if you're heading north, I guess. Because um, you have to go through Moat Kalen to get there. So, uh, <clears throat> now, we going to talk about this preview <laughs> or not? Is that the end of three episodes? Yeah, it was an episode. Oh, it wasn't like that. That episode was just like, yeah. Let me see. Let me see if I got in my notes anything else important happened. Uh, who that? Who that? Uh, no. Yeah, I'm begging for acceptance for the fam. Cersei Minutes and Sansa at dinner. Shay is Sansa's new handmaiden. Oh, yeah. Well, there's that. Uh, you know, the care of Renly and Loris. Uh, Cersei snaps at Tyrion about Marcella. Oh, yeah. All right. So there is one kind of two. There's two, actually. There's two ones. Tyrion uh, hit the setup for, uh, you know, lying to Littlefinger and Varys and Pycelle. Mm-hmm. So that was the full setup right there. Yeah. When he told them all, where did he say? Where he was going to marry Marcella off to? Yeah. He told Littlefinger he was going to marry Marcella to uh, the crazy auntie's freaking titty sucking. So, <laughs> oh yeah, Aaron. Robin Aaron. Yeah, and then told Varys he's gonna marry her to Theon. I think it was Theon, and then he told uh, which one call it. I forgot who he said he's gonna marry. Which one call it to? It was like Theon, Robin, and I can't remember the last one who was gonna marry him to. But that's when, but so obviously he went and told his little Parcells told Sansa, I mean Sansa Cersei. Mm. Oh, Loris. Loris was the other one. Yeah, yeah, he told him that it got back to uh, Cersei that so he knew exactly who it was, set that boy up. Oh, and that then, was yeah, that was in the episode. First of all, that showed how smart Tyrion was. Like, that was such a good ass idea. Right. Because just like you said earlier, he knew he he was trying to live, first and foremost. Like, he knew the last couple hands of the king was getting betrayed and murdered. So he didn't want no part of that. He was like, oh, let me get let me get up out of here. And I'm Gucci. And that's when he throws him in the dungeon. But um, And then when Theon betrayed Rob and recommitted to the Greyjoys. Yeah, that was, you know, that was a tough situation to be I don't understand why his dad, like, why are you so pissed? Like, the, when Theon made the comment, like, you sent me away. You gave me to him. Yep. What did he expect Theon to do? Put up a fight for 18 years? Like, the right. boy had to survive. Like, he was a child when he was taken away. So, god damn. Like, and this again is why I say with Theon, Theon wasn't that bad. All right. Like, this, he was trying his this best. Is- this is the moment when he became bad. This is when he started going downhill. This this moment right here, yeah. to me. Because yeah. before, even when he was with the shit, like he was whatever. This is the moment that he started going downhill. True, because he had a choice. He should have, when he was like, when his dad made the comment about who said we were going against the Lannisters, he should have been like, mm-hmm. okay, well, on that note, let me take my ass back to my boat and take my back, exactly. back to Rob and let Rob know that ain't going to work. And by the way... <laughs> We got a whole nother set of problems. He was about to send a raven. He was about to be like, hey, raven, Rob, <laughs> let me warn you first. Uh-uh. Let me burn that and recommit to my father and yard and then get played when I recommit. Because just like we say, you got to take the sea bitch out of the sea. They, they let you recommit. 
they still ain't uh rock with your ass like that. No. And you know what? And then when he said that Yara took over her oldest brother's ship when he died, like she was mad young. Like she running out here running the ships at like the age of like five, six. Yep. You, <laughs> Again, still throwing me off these age these age discrepancies because I keep forgetting everybody is teenagers to this point. Got mm-hmm. grown ass people in the actual show looking super grown, who we know was in their late twenties and thirties. They supposed to be teenagers. Yeah. Throwing me off. Yeah, her running around all willy nilly. Um, all right, all right. Let's get to the to what you want to talk about. Three second preview. So this three second preview. Yeah. Which I meant to watch back because I was trying to see if there was anyone else standing in the background of that preview or who else was around. Because when you think about it, if John and Danny get to Winterfell, they have with them Tyrion, the Hound, Gendry, what's left of the Brotherhood Without Banners, and uh, Arya is there. Don't forget about your, your, your boo. And Tormund. No, Tormund's at the wall. No, Tormund is at East Watch. Oh, Tormund is at East Watch. Yeah. He better make it off that wall. I'm going to be so excited. I remember. I remember you was over here all emotional like, I know they burnt down the wall. My baby better better made it. He looked like he was falling down. (laughs) I don't understand how he would survive that. (laughs) Tormund dies. He's right. I'm getting that t-shirt made before April. Hold on. Hold on. First of all. First of all. You know he ain't dead because as as much as this nigga been through in the show, that's how he gonna go down. Just falling on some blocks of ice. Like nah, I need to see your skin get burnt up from the blue fire. Yeah, you ain't going out like a punk when you was literally four, six homies deep on top of a rock (laughs) (laughs) and survived. Like knock it off. Yo, is this blue fire about to have the same White Walker like ability to bring them back to life? Like, no, if you get killed by the blue fire, if he can bring you back, like, like I, he could raise I, you up I, as a white, I feel basically. Like that would get rid of the bones, too. I feel like there wouldn't be nothing left. I mean, they have skeletons on the crew, but you'd have to make it to be a skeleton. I'm not ready. I'm just, I, that, there's certain parts of the show that there's only, it's not much, but there's, I'm not ready for, like, some of our favorite characters to die because we know what's happening. Like, just, being real. We know we're going to lose at least two or three people that we all care about in the show. Mm. I'm not ready to see how this 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 fight goes down with the dragons now cuz obviously it's going to be the night king and his and his crew of flunkies and they all tough too. So like, I don't know, man. I'm with y'all. I would much rather not see some people get hit with the boo flame and then get the, the Undertaker resurrection and get your ass right back up or while you still on fire type shit. Like, Can you imagine Arya as a White Walker? Yo, listen. listen. Yo, her being a White Walker that could change faces. <laughs> she even still possessed that ability, though. <laughs> yeah, she had to be, like, promoted, like, immediately, like, <laughs> as in, like, Fourth in command, White Walker. If you're doing all that shit, like, like that'd be bananas. You're right, because even when you go back and look at say something like on some resurrection shit, like The Walking Dead, it it hasn't been too many characters they resurrected as as zombies that we really really cared about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody, like I hated to see Sasha when she when she flew out that coffin. That was kind of sad, even though you know, it was coming. Like, definitely knew Sasha was about to die. 
because she killed herself. But you know what I'm saying? Like, you still got to see it. I'm trying to see who else. I forgot his name in the first season, like the, what, the second season, Carl's best friend. What was his name? Punisher dude. Oh, so, uh, Shane. Shane. When Shane came back, it was like, eh, that was a shocker. That's how That's how we kind of knew, like, wait a minute, something. something I'm still ain't. waiting for Lori ass to pop up somewhere on the sidelines. But now that Rick's gone, it's like that's pointless <laughs> anyway. So, right. So, you know what I'm saying? So, we haven't had that in The Walking Dead yet. I mean, in the uh, Game of Thrones yet. So, I would hate for in season eight somebody to die and now they're coming back murking people. Like, man, keep the same energy, Game of Thrones. Giant did this shit the whole entire series. <laughs> and you gonna do it now? Like, nah, don't do it now. We're going out with a bang, though. I mean, no, I feel- okay. So, on that note with the bang, then what if everyone that's at East Watch gets turned? Like, because you... <laughs> well, it just seems like they were just trying to get through the wall, so it didn't seem like they were literally flaming the wall down to kill everybody. You know what I'm saying? They were just like, nah, we're just trying to get through, partner. You know, pardon me. Folks ain't making it too far. Like, you're not getting too far... And I gotta look at a map now and see where East Watch is comparatively... To everything else, because I know it's further south of the wall. Mm-hmm. But what? I, I, got, I, I got a quick hot take on that little uh, one, a little preview we talking about. So, did anybody else in that little three second preview see like Sansa with the with the with the slight eye roll, like she ain't want to give up Winterfell? Uh, so, that's my thing. Like when she says that. I'm wondering if she's talking about Winterfell is yours, my grace, in that, you know, we're willing to bid. Because you would have to imagine he sent a raven by now telling her what's going on. So this is not, it's not going to roll up there unannounced and unbeknownst to everyone that they're coming. So Sansa's had to have had at least a day or two to process, like, oh, fuck, here we, like, we, this is what we're doing. But, she, well, actually, no, she did, because in one of the previous episodes, he had wrote her and told her about, you know, Danny Harris or whatever. And I think she had made a comment about the Northerner is going to be upset mm-hmm. about them bending a knee to, to a... A Southern queen. Yeah. Um, so she knows it's coming, but, yeah... <sighs> But it's like, why, as long as we get to keep Winterfell, I think I'm hoping that context of that conversation was Winterfell is yours as in like, we are now one of your banners, like we support you type shit. Mm-hmm. Not like you're moving into my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> like you can come visit, but you got to go home. Like, yeah, the disrespect. If they were just like, all right, clear out your mom and dad's room, Sansa. <laughs> knock, out, knock out all of these, uh, knock out all these, um, uh, Statues in the script, like get them statues out. <laughs> we putting dragon heads down there now. Yeah, a new sigil. Um, yeah, I just, I would love to. I can't wait to see that scene to see how Sansa reacts to John and Danny's communication, because you know how they communicate around other people, and other people has been looking at it like you love her, don't you? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you know he's gonna show. He, you know, he's never hid his affection on characters that he's liked in the show. So she's gonna see that. And Ari is gonna see that because obviously Ari's in Winterfell too. It's gonna be like, hmm, who did who this Harpo? Who this woman Harpo? <laughs> I, I think Sansa might be okay with it, and that she's like, okay, well, good. John's not going to stay here because as much as she loves her brother, I don't think she really wants to share Winterfell as much. Like I think she'd be content if she was made wardeness of the North. Mm. 
Like, I think that's that's probably the position she wants. And at this point, she probably feels like she's fucking earned it, which truthfully she has. Yeah. So she could be wardeness of the North and John could just take his ass on with Danieris and live happily ever after. It's probably what's like in the back of her mind. Like, all right, you, you, you're not staying here. So you go, you going? Bye. It was nice. You know, having you while we had you. You can come visit. Mm-hmm. I'm just here for the reunions, bro. This is some reunions that we ain't had since season one and two. Like, obviously, John saw Sansa last season, but it's just like. When he sees Arya. I ain't seen, oh. seen Arya. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. Yeah, and, and they ain't never met like these reunions that we haven't seen that we want to see for the longest. And then, can we just talk about the conversation around that table when Bran tells everybody <laughs> about John's birth? Like, I wonder, okay, oh, uh, is he going to do that in front of everyone, or is it just going to be like him, John, and Danny, or is it going to be him and John one on one, or is it going to be him, John, and what's his face? <laughs> I feel would be there in the room. Um, John's best friend, Sam. That's the one in Winterfell, right? Yeah, Sam's still at Winterfell, so I feel like Sam was present. I'm saying, um, I'm saying, um, um, damn it, Bran, Bran still, Bran still still Winterfell. Yeah, Bran's yeah, Bran, Arya, and Sansa are all together. So, cause he, but he was the show. Literally, I mean, the shit ended with Bran and Sam having that whole conversation. And Sam revealing, like, no, he's not a bastard there either. Like, that that wedding was annulled. So Sam holds, you know, the true truth that mm-hmm. about that, too. So it's just like, yeah, once they tell John this. <laughs> oh, once they tell John that you fresh off the boat knocking down your aunt, cuz, um. <laughs> you know nothing, Jon Snow. <laughs> and, and, and you are the rightful heir to the throne. Yeah, y'all, y'all mm-hmm. figure this out amongst yourselves. <laughs> yeah, that's the type of thing I feel like Bran would drop like at dinner, like at the table. He'd be like, "So, just so you know, I know yeah, what you did, right. but that's yawn." So, <laughs> <laughs> just like that, too. you're a Targaryen, so you guys got to figure out who gonna rule because you know, aunts, aunts and nephews, y'all got to figure the shit out. You know what's gonna be would would really suck is. If they agree to this whole, okay, Sansa can be wardeness of the North. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna head to King's Landing because that's in game or whatever. But then the White Walkers destroy Winterfell. I feel like Winterfell ain't gonna make it. That no, that's 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 spot number one. I'm I'm against you. I think they ain't even. You talking about King's Landing is end game? I honestly think. No, I think this show gonna end. I I think that they gonna fight in in Winterfell. They gonna win. It's gonna have a lot of casualties, and then it's just gonna be a fucking agreement because it's about, it's gonna be like one dragon left, so another dragon gonna die. And so it's gonna be Danny with with, with one dragon, whoever it's gonna be. Cause who died? Which one died? Viserys died. Yeah. Viserys. Viserys. So, all right. So I be breaking. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's the one that died. The one that was named after her, yeah, that one. So I think it'll be one left. So that's still one dragon enough to run up a King's Landing and be like, "Hey, nigga, fuck out of here." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we can do this the easy way. <laughs> oh, we can do this the hard way. <laughs> the choice is yours. So and I think it's gonna be a little mini fight, and then they just gonna give up, and they're gonna be on some. 
I think it's going to be a whack ending. To be perfectly honest, I think they are going to explain everything that we need to have for the show to be ending and us not to be super mad and then them leading some bullshit up to these prequel shows that they're going to have. But I think the actual ending of the show is going to be whack. It's going to be like either them leaving or Cersei dying and then it's just like the the the, the remains of King's Landing after. And it's only going to be like a hundred people and it's like, show's over. Or mm-hmm. is it? Like type of shit like that. Like I, we, we I don't see them. Right. I don't see them ending the show in a way that we're going to be okay with. Because I feel like out of those six episodes, I feel like they'll finish the show in like the end of season five or the beginning of season six. And then they'll take the last, I mean, uh, episode six, and they'll take the last like half of the episode to just like you said, like the start of the rebuild and who's happily ever after, who died, who's mourning, and then that's it. Like, where else can you go at this point? Some people gonna die, you know what I'm saying? Some somebody dying. It's three factions right now. It's King's Landing, it's the Night King, and then it's literally everybody else trying to survive. And, and some somebody dying. Two two of them factions is, is a wrap. I'm a fan of villains. <laughs> to be perfectly honest, if the Night King won, I'd be like. Eh. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I'm weird. I love villains in movies and shows. So if the Night King really actually won, and like everybody was dead, and it would just end it like that, I would, I would be mad. So looking at this map, East Watch by the Sea is literally just on the far eastern end of the wall. Look at the map. You got a map? <laughs> yeah, I found a map. Because <laughs> I needed to know where this was at because I'm like, okay, if they're coming through Eastwatch by the sea, then like, where is that in relationship to Winterfell? Or like, what's the first like area that, that they're going to come up on land on? But that's literally just the end of the wall. So, I mean, they're still coming through the same damn road. Like, they. Well, all right. So, where's the Eastwatch? Look at the Eastwatch. So, where is the map where they come through East, uh, Eastwatch related to Winterfell and where else, where else they're traveling? Um, they're gonna hit Last Hearth first. Um, they're gonna make their way down the King's Road. Winterfell, I mean, is the the fucking first is the next main thing. I mean, you coming through the north, it's just like they're gonna hit Winterfell. So that's that's. <laughs> if they, they fix the King's Road, <laughs> like if they just take the straight road down, that it comes through Winterfell. So they're gonna take out some of them northern families, turn them into White Walkers. I just, and at this point now that we've said all this, I feel like we're going to get Leanna Mormont as a White Walker. Hey, man. That hurt my heart because she, she a real one. With her love. How old is she? Nine. Five. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm trying to go on the show of her looking like she's 13 or 14, but she's really seven. Like, talking about, King of the North. Like, what? Girl, man, go oh, no, 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 King of the North. Put the King of the North. John Snow. <laughs> Talking king of the north. You don't go straighten up your bed. You don't go make your bed. What's wrong with you? I hope not because I feel like she's gonna be the last of the Mormonts. They, I mean, it's her and Jorah's what's left. And where is Jorah? He with them? Was he with them? Yes, Jorah, I think so. If you think Daenerys ain't about to have a moment where she's about to die, and this fucking uh googly eyed ass nigga ain't about to sacrifice himself for her. You I chose him. Yeah. George, George. George gonna be episode three. He out of there. 
<laughs> he might be gone episode like one. <laughs> like it's, it's gonna be sad because I rock with George. He is super loyal to the core after he realized, you know, he ain't gonna kill her ass or set up to kill. But he's super loyal. So mm-hmm. it's gonna be sad. Sad. We gotta have a all right, so we gotta have we gotta have the top five. What did I say earlier? The two lists we gotta make. You said the sleepers on Netflix. I said we gotta do a a a, a jingle. And I can't, <laughs> I, I can't remember the other list I had. Wasn't it a death list? Like who's dying? Is it who's we want to die or no? Nah, who no, we think no, no. who who we think is going to die? Yes. Like, who we all right? So who we think is going to die is one, but in that same death. Uh, token, we gotta have a top five on who is going to be the saddest death on the show if we, you know what I'm saying, if we had to pick if we had to pick a top five, like number one if, to me, if like, I want to say it was Daenerys, if Arya dies I think Arya, I think Arya's my number one if Arya dies, yo, I'm gonna be Cuba Gooden Jr. in the living room on Boys in the Hood, I'm gonna be tearing up and swinging in the air little mama goes she might be my number one. Where are you at on the show? Okay. She <laughs> <laughs> wasn't spoiling too much. We gotta have a who we think gonna die and who gonna be like who's gonna have the saddest if 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 there's a top five of who we don't want to die. Like if they died, how sad would we be from like worst from like worst to first? Uh, Ari is definitely like for me like the sad one. Why is everybody, we, we, what's, what's up with Arya that we all love her to the point where like she's slowly made her slide up to the favorite character on the show like this show ain't got Daenerys and Jon Snow and <laughs> because Arya went out here and she was from, from she was loyal to her family from the gate and she was like I, they ain't going to like she ain't let nobody break her down like she just was like she was fucking the tough little cookie from the gate like from the beginning she wanted to learn how to wield the sword she stood up for herself the whole way through like there was there was no wavering there there was no there was no doubt she was getting the fuck home like that was her goal and she made it happen or she was and she was gonna kill everybody who got in her way and she did she really went from a tough cookie to an absolute savage exactly <laughs> so. she will murder anybody now She'll fuck around and murder Danny. Could you imagine? <laughs> like, <laughs> my drag is now, bitch. <laughs> hey, listen. <laughs> if she did some shit like that, bro, <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie to you. <clears throat> I ain't gonna have nothing. <laughs> we know there's gonna be some shockers coming in season six, especially when they talk about it gonna be a movie format. I'm not gonna have nothing to say. I'm gonna be on the show with the fucking. What the flabbergasted face like? <laughs> huh? Well, nah, you gonna kill Danny? Danny done been through. Danny done been through some shit too. You gonna kill her with a needle? Huh? <laughs> it'd be that thing like you wouldn't find out for episodes later. Like it'd be like the end when they win, and then she's gonna take a face off. Uh, <laughs> she gonna have John's face on. Like you ain't. You definitely got John's body type. You gonna have John's face on and get and get smoked. Arya, four feet eleven. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 just ready for. You know, what? I want to know if Arya knows how Rickon died yet. At that, she can't oh. add me to her list. At that point, Ramsey's dead. I mean, no, she can't add Ramsey, but I'm gonna have some work. Like, I mean, I I feel something. I, I was in this. Everybody, was, but hey, top five savage death in the show, hundred thousand percent. Oh my god! You just I, yo, I replay when that happened in the show. 
I rewinded like twice because her but face. Just, she was staring it. She was staring it down when the dogs was eating them alive and Sanso. I was like, "Yo, you have arrived, young grasshopper." <laughs> yeah, and like turned away and then turned back. Uh. Yo, no flinch, no blinking, eyes staring. He's screaming, dogs going off, and she didn't flinch. On that note, do we think Sansa's pregnant? I hope not. <laughs> Ramsey? Yeah. From the from the damn awful ass rape? Oh, that would be terrible. It would, but I could see that happening. She has been wearing big coats since the end of season six. <laughs> I mean, winter is here at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and when he I mean, there was that that whole those theories were flying around when he made those comments about um, I'll always be with you or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. No, nah, I feel like that would just lead to a hard scene. Like I could, I could see Sansa pulling one of them scenes where, like, she just start punching herself in the stomach. Like she, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I didn't mean it in a funny way, but. <laughs> oh. No, like I could, like it'd be one of them scenes where, like, she just like standing there, like just dead stare, like hitting herself in the stomach. Like no. Mm-mm. You could just see a swan dive off the top of the <laughs> onto the bottom of the stairs type shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you because she was. I'm telling you, we talked about the come ups in the show. Like Sansa's come up is crazy, bro. Like she was, she has been through it since episode one. I think she gonna be pregnant. I think Danny gonna be pregnant. Oh, this is man. It's gonna happen. They're gonna find that out that Danny's pregnant when they find out that John's her nephew. Right. Let's talk about the realness of the show then. Danny's pregnant by her nephew. She's <laughs> pregnant by a rape. Like what the what is Game of Thrones? What are y'all doing to us? Why? Why are y'all doing this like this? If if Danny's pregnant, I feel like John would die. Like I don't think John's Pull out game weak as hell, man. You won't be for the first time to get her pregnant on the first go. I, I'm sure that's what happened. Like that's. And I'll tell you what, first go, that's awful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we don't know how long that boat ride was. <laughs> you imagine back in the day, like mind you now, just back in the day, back in the day, like everybody, everybody going in naked head, ain't no condoms nowhere. That's my, that's my mind. Don't judge me. That's how I think. I'm just like, damn, bro. <laughs> They had all of these crazy ass like you could die in three days on the on a on a half a fever. Y'all there just getting uncles and nephews and cousins and shit right? like I, that's uh, you know what the the fuck them thought about that is that's even more reason why they slept with family because they know where they've been. <laughs> See, I was just on some funny shit. You really deep diving into the worst of the worst. <laughs> So what? I know where you've been, son. <laughs> I know you've been in because we can't say street. I know you've been out on these roads uh, uh, taking care of yourself. <laughs> you you, you want to have a baby? What? <laughs> we know what incest is, man. We know the, the damn uh, uh, the, 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 the theory on incest. Why are these babies coming out looking regular as shit? Where yeah, I was saying that too. Where's the Goonie babies at? I need the Goonies babies. Y'all out here just having ass kids with blind hair and shit looking normal as hell. <laughs> you know what? That is true because like even like a decade or so ago, they were at the very least keeping it separated by like a couple generations where it was like cousins 
and not direct blood lineage. Certainly, right. Jimmy had three fucking healthy ass kids. Like one three of them. Healthy Joffrey's like crazy, but I mean, he should have been like deformed and crazy. I would think. Regular ass ain't talking. Uh, ain't talking up the side of his mouth. Eyes ain't crooked as shit. <laughs> Your ass children who fully functioning and your ass man you know what again we the more the more and more you watch the show the more and more you realize like mm, might not be too realistic <laughs> of course not I mean <laughs> <laughs> That's where we came unrealistic. Yeah. <laughs> Joffrey should have been one of the characters from the Hills Have Eyes. Right, right. Tyrion came out as a damn imp from a normal mom, but y'all fucking brothers and sisters, and y'all got regular ass five foot three babies and shit ruling the kingdom. Like, man, something ain't right. So <laughs> now that I, do we think that HBO is gonna put out any more trailers before the show yeah. starts? Hundred percent. Are you watching those? There's gonna be, no. I I'm not <laughs> watching the. Listen. <laughs> This that three second trailer only got me because I forgot what I was watching and it came on with it. So it was just like, ah, oh, y'all play me, y'all play me. Because I feel like whether it's like a Super Bowl trailer or it's gonna be some like Super Bowl, uh, late February, early March, like actual minute long season preview that, that ain't gonna tell you shit, but it's gonna tell you shit. You know what I'm saying? On that note, um. On next episode, we will be discussing season two, episodes four, five, and six. Mental health is important. Um, there's a lot of things going on in this. You know what? Actually, conversation that needs to just kind of be had at the end of this podcast. Um, there's a lot of shit going on right now on social media with this whole R. Kelly thing. And people need to be careful about the shit that they're posting. You know, people being triggered by this stuff is like real and you just need to be careful about what you say, where, because you don't know who is seeing it and could be triggered by these things and these comments. So definitely protect your like mental health right now. And you got to take care of yourself and be good to each other because there's a lot of shitty people in the world. So take care of yourselves and be good to each other. Until next time. <laughs>